uh, when I saw Tyrod go down, I kind of realized, like, oh, I'm up next. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm the quarterback, so. What is up, Giants fans? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Big Blue with JQ. Honestly, welcome back to the three and one podcast. The New York Giants have officially been moved to three and one. They just beat the Bears 20 to 12 in their week four matchup at home. I was there. Another great win. The team's buzzing, and I'm here with Tom. Tom, how are you? I also have no voice again a little bit, three straight weeks in a row. So sorry about this. I'm good, man. I don't I don't know what's happening. I don't know how this is happening week after week after week. Again, I'm not complaining. It's been a blast. But there ever so people at work that you know, everyone there's a million different personalities over there. So a million different people from all over the country, different fans, different teams. And they're like they're like, Hey man, who do you root for? I go, I go, the Giants, unfortunately. This was earlier in the year. And then nowadays they're like, Hey man, they're, they're the Giants. I go, they're three and one. Don't ask me how. I usually draw a laugh every time I say that. I'm good though. I, I didn't lose my voice. Thank God. It's kind of been a plus of having to work these weekends. I'm not in front of the TV going bananas um, all weekend. But yeah, yeah dude, this- three and one. An absolute disaster. What looks like this coming week because everyone under the sun is on the injury injury report. But I'm good, dude. I'm good. Good, good. I mean, I'm happy you're good because now you'll probably get to watch the game in front of the TV Sunday morning since it's at 9.30 in London. Yeah, yeah. Which will be fun. Um, but, yeah, let's let's talk about this game, dude. A wild finish. It was another gritty win, another, like, scrappy win like this team's been all year. This is how they're going to win this year, this team. Saquon Barkley ended up being – our RB one QB one and wide receiver one all in one game. And you're thinking yep. to yourself, Oh, what he throw a touchdown pass or something? They run some trick play. No, he played quarterback for almost an entire drive, an entire quarter. Excuse me. Daniel Jones goes down. He gets rolled up on a sack on his ankle, comes out of the game, comes back in. Got to give the guy a lot of credit. He always battles the injuries and he, he's one tough cookie. I will say that Tyrod Taylor comes in, plays two drives, gets banged up, gets a concussion out the rest of the game. And that's when the, the funny Saquon quote comes out post game. He goes, I saw Tyrod go down and he goes, Ooh, I'm next. Uh-huh. And that, that was the cool thing. Cause Dable was literally drawing up the plays on the, like a whiteboard on the sideline, all the running backs in that wildcat formation. And the giants were able to get it done for like 12 plus minutes, pick up first downs and march down the field to win the game. And the defense did their job on there and held up their end of the bargain and everything worked out and everything won, but I got to just send so much love to Saquon because it's what he does is, is unreal for this team without him this year. I don't know what this team would look like. I don't know what their record would look like. He had 90 rushing yards in the first half and he finished the game with 146 total rushing yards, which is unbelievable. He had the most, he had a career high in carries too. He had 31, But the team overall ran for 262 yards. Before Daniel went out, he ran for 70, 68 (laughs) yards, excuse me. So this is this is a running team. They they run the ball, they score. And I couldn't be happier because you love seeing them win. And when you're there in person and you're watching them all run around, make crazy plays with their with their legs, it's really cool to see. What uh what touchdowns were was it your end zone for? 
the first so the first Daniel Jones touchdown was in my corner of the end zone. That was sick. Uh, the bootleg, the bootleg killed the Bears all day until Daniel Jones got tackled and wrapped up and rolled his ankle, unfortunately. But all day that bootleg, that tight end play action rollout, it worked so well. And when I saw him tuck it and run in the video I posted on the Talking Big Blue Instagram page, you hear me in the background, yeah, like go Daniel, go Daniel. Um, so it's just funny because I don't know, I just get a kick out of it. And I saw him just take off, and it was it was wide open, and a a great a great block at the end by um, excuse me a great block by Tanner Hudson at the end too to let Daniel get into the end zone. The Titans, you know, they led the way this weekend for the receiving core. They had uh, the most total yards, and uh, the Giants receivers, you know, they were there, they were hanging out. Uh, Saquon Barkley had better stats than any of the wide receivers. So did Tanner Hudson and Daniel Ballinger, but it doesn't matter when you get the win. And if you can run for almost 300 yards, you're going to win and you're going to kill a lot of time off the clock. So it was a fast moving game. It was entertaining. This is the first time this season the Giants have scored a touchdown in the first half. They actually scored two, two Daniel Jones rushing touchdowns, which it was awesome. He scored on the same play on one side of the field and then on the other side of the field. And that's all because of the play calling that Mike Kafka and Brian Dable do on the one where Daniel Jones scored the first touchdown. They had Andrew Thomas pulled to the right with Saquon Barkley, the play action run that way. So all the eyes are on those two. They're like, okay, here he comes up the right side. And Daniel Jones, the way he just held the ball, like close to his body when he tucked it away and ran, no one saw him. He's elusive. What are you going to, what else can you say about the guy? He's an elusive human being. And I don't know, Tom, it was just a lot of fun, man. It was the forecast said it was going to rain. It didn't rain once. It rained once during the game, like before halftime. It lightly drizzled, and I was I was very happy about that. Yeah, it uh, it's cool to see success happening with these guys. Considering coming into the year, they really didn't make that many improvements to the roster. You know what I mean? They had they had they had their draft class. They had Kayvon and Evan Neal. And, and all the other guys they drafted. But, you know, in terms of free agency, they didn't have any money to spend on people. So it's cool to see with all, give or take just about most of the same roster as last year coming into this year. They're just they're finding ways to succeed. They're not trying to do too much. Dable and Catholic, like you said, they're drawing up plays. They're working with what they're they're making work with what they have. They're working with what they got. And it's dude, it's working. It's gonna be it's gonna be the word all week that they're probably the grossest looking, like worst three and one team in the history of three and one teams. They're probably right. But at the end of the day, what did I say two weeks ago about when teams have easy schedules? It's a lose-lose because if you lose to the bad teams, you get crapped on for losing to bad teams. And then if you win mo- most of the games, you don't get any credit because you're playing bad teams. Never makes any sense. The world is a crazy place, but it's it's fun to see. It's fun to see them having fun. They're playing with heart. They're they're you know they're putting hundred and ten percent effort on the field every minute of every game. Also, you're there, so I don't know if that I don't know if they know that you're there, and that has any driving factor to do with it. Saquon looks unbelievable, and I think just about everybody in terms of analysts and. People that people that talk about football all week, they know they know it too. They see it now. He hasn't lost a step. The whole he's getting older thing, that doesn't matter. He's a freak athlete. And they're just they're 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 moving, they're taking it week by week, dude. They're they're not they're not a team that, you know, has 
is good enough to look ahead to have look ahead games. They just go in figuring figuring out how can we win this game. Did they have a did they have a wildcat package planned for that game? Probably not. But when Danny got hurt, Dable Dable probably looked at Kafka and said, "Let's try it out." If they had it drawn up one week while they were just you know shooting the shit in practice, and it worked, they won. Defense was scrappy. That lateral play was very up and down in terms of your heart racing a million miles a minute because there were times when it looked like they had the the Bears had a breakaway. Uh, yeah, that was won. terrifying. That's yeah, terrifying. I can only imagine. But uh, obviously they. Didn't work. Giants won, and they're just they're finding ways to win games. And it doesn't really doesn't really matter in terms of trying to stack yourself up with the other successful teams in the league. For a Giants fan, just be be happy that they're they're trying to win these games and they are winning these games. And if you told me a month ago that going into the second weekend of October the Giants are three and one, I would have laughed at you. I would have laughed so hard I probably would have broke the speaker. So let's just keep it moving. That's it. And I want to go back to what you were saying about Saquon, because I don't think people really understand it yet. What I've been seeing in person, I think this is the best he's ever played in his career. I mean, not stat wise, not whatever, just the way he's running the ball. It's not like everyone always used to make fun of him. Oh, he's dancing this and that in the backfield. He's trying to find a hole. He's just hitting every hole he has and taking four to five, six yards every single time he gets the ball. Even if it's two to three yards, he's not taking many losses on a running attempt. Let's just leave it at that. He's just running hard. He's focused and he's the leader of the team. Him and Daniel Jones are the clear cut leaders of this team. And that one screen pass where he caught it on third and nine in the backfield, broke a tackle and made that shimmy move and then shifted it upfield, caught a block from Daniel Jones and ran for 15 yards the crowd went berserk and i wish that was closer to our end but it was cool that they were facing the other end zone because you actually saw him and not like him behind the defense making uh-huh. that play so when you saw that and i saw him cut back up field and i saw daniel jones lay that nice block on the corner there i was like oh my god i was like this is this is heaven is this what heaven feels like i was yep. like this is awesome it's really cool to see that just the team everyone's doing their job and it really shows on the field Everyone's blocking well. That was the best run blocking game I've seen. Obviously, when you run for 260 plus yards, it should be their best uh, run blocking game. But the O-line held down their own. And then with the injuries, when guys went out, everyone just stepped up. The next man up stepped up. Brian Dable said on the sideline, I saw a clip of like him mic'd up. Next guy steps up. We win this game. Play by play. Let's ride. He didn't say Um, let's ride, but I'm saying let's ride. Yeah. But it was great. Evan Neal had a much better game too. Much better, much better. Did his job. Um, Andrew Thomas is a freak of nature. He shut down Robert Quinn all damn day. The guy's a certified baller. But no, Evan Neal looked great until he went out. He had like that neck injury or something, so he went out. But they said he should be fine. I was looking at reports. They said he should be fine. I mean, I'm sure it would have been talked about more if it was serious. So that's a good thing, obviously. But no, he looked a lot better. And just the team all around looked a lot better. But like you were saying, Tom, they played a team that I think is definitely worse than them, and they, they're not going to get praise for beating a team like this. It's like, oh, you should beat this team, whatever. I, I knew going into the game that they were going to win this game, and if they lost this game, I think it would have been really bad because that Bears team is not good. And right. I know the Giants are not great, but, I mean, with the right coaching that they have this year, they look like a well-rounded team. They're competing. They're winning games that they have a legitimate chance to win. Um. I really think, you know, the in terms of 
In terms of look like the, the way the schedule was through four games, there were there were two that they could have, should have, and did win. And then there were two that, you know, c- could kind of go back and forth and they and uh they wound up splitting them. Like Tennessee, nobody expected them to win. They were a touchdown underdog. They fought and won that one. We thought they could beat the Panthers. They did. We prayed to the gods that they could get it done in primetime against the Cowboys without Dak. Didn't happen, but that's okay. Like we said last week, Cowboys are still a really, really good team all around. And then, again, the Bears The Bears are not good. The Giants aren't great, like you said perfectly, but it that's a game they, they can win, and they should win, and they did win. So just keep, uh, keep competing. My prediction for this year, I know this is a little into the future, I think we're going to see them beat some better, well-rounded teams this year. I know the Titans are one, but I think I see them beating better teams on their schedule. I really do. I think if they play well and they, their defense locks it down like they did last week, I think I think teams are going to have a tough time getting past them. And I think with Saquon, if he's healthy all year, I think it's an endless possibility because every team this year, besides like the Titans, has stacked the box against Saquon. And – he still is making plays. That's the crazy part. With an offensive line that's not top tier in this league, he's still making plays against a stacked box, and he's still rushing for 146 yards. That's unheard of. So for him to be making plays like this in the passing game and in the running game, it's unbelievable. It, you, don't, you don't see it very often, but it's great. It's great. And you know what else is great? The defense. The defense is great. They had five sacks on Sunday. Dexter Lawrence had two. That guy is an animal. And he always has been. I can't wait to see him and Leonard Williams back together. Hopefully this weekend in London would be really nice. But they are a great duo. We missed out on seeing uh, Leonard Williams on the field this Sunday. But the defense held it down with five sacks. Jahad Ward, another great player, great at stopping the run. And give it up to Jalen Smith coming off the practice squad this weekend. Was with Dallas his whole career. Was on the Giants last year. Came back for that Dallas game. Didn't play – last week against Dallas, but they got him on, got him a lot of valuable reps this weekend. And it it was good. He played the run really well. And he's, he's a freak athlete. You know, it's kind of crazy to see a guy like that of his size, his nature, you know, no other 31 teams in the league wanted him, which is the crazy thing. And then he comes to the giants and he makes plays in the run game. And he's, he was making plays in, in coverage. He did a great job all around and he played valuable reps, which is really cool. So Love to see that. Love to see him moving forward. But the defense as a whole, Tom, is they're an animal. They're an animal. And with guys going out, like Julian Love had a concussion. Um, Aziz Ojolari left the game with a little calf injury again, a little strain. But besides that, the defense held it down, and they did a really good job. And I'm proud of them. Tate Crowder, another guy too. Eight tackles, one tackle for loss. They did a great job, Tom. I'm very proud of them. A couple stat lines for them. Great job. Wink, Wink Martindale is just turning guys that we always thought could pan out, but just hadn't. He's turning those guys into just absolute defensive players. Like Julian Love's been on the team for like four or five years now, and you know everyone, everyone thought that he had the potential to be pretty good, but nothing ever panned out with all the terrible coaches they've had over the years. And here comes Wink, and it's just you know they're they're vibing, they're thriving. It's 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 weird because they have they have such continuity on this roster because 
you know, they've been so bad. They've just been trying to develop everybody. They haven't been selling house every single year. So when you bring, when you bring great coaches into the mix, those guys, these guys have been playing together for years already. So when you, when you just kind of show them how to actually play together and play successful, successful football, the team chemistry, which is already at probably a 70 is that is now at like a 90 and the defense is the defense is the rock of the team. And then, you know, you got Danny and Saquon are, are the heart and that's, that's all it's you good, can ask It's for. a good recipe. I'd say it's a good recipe. J, the Jalen Smith thing is very interesting because I know he's had a lot of injury history and he didn't really pan out for a while, but th- that that guy has the potential. If Wink, if Wink coaches him right and he stays healthy, that has the potential to speak on insurmountable dividends. Yeah, he had seven total tackles and and six solo tackles in his first game with the Giants in over like a year. So he's a playmaker and he he was a difference maker. And the edge rushers for the Giants, Aziz and Kayvon, they are. They're they're a good duo, and they 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 could be a good duo for a long time heading forward. Mm-hmm. Kayvon Thibodeau might be the fastest player on the defense. Um, yeah, I saw him. Justin Fields like rolled out of the pocket, rolled left, and Kayvon was on the right side because he was lined up against the left tackle. Right, he chased him down to where the point where Justin Fields had to turn out of bounds instead of trying to cut it upfield more because he would have got he would have got tackled. He is so fast. I would never expect DN to be that fast. And that's how you know the game like of football has always been evolving. Like these guys are just getting faster and faster. You see like a tight end run like a like a, a four flat 40 yard dash. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Like, what is this? But anyway, he he was great. He got into the backfield a lot. He had a couple pressures. He almost had a sack too on Justin Fields. Like him, Dexter Lawrence, and Aziz all won a rep, but Justin Fields just made a great play and scrambled out for like a first down. They were all right there. They, they would have had a combined sack, all, all three of them. It was really cool. Um, but he gets double teamed a lot. As a rookie, he gets double teamed a lot. Like I know I'm repeating myself right there, but it's like let's say that the tight end makes like a chip block, then goes out for a route. Then he's got to get past the tight end, then the tackle. It's just a lot of a lot of high praise for Kayvon, and they give him a lot of attention. And Aziz off the edge had that four sack fumble and Kayvon picked it up. That was a weird play because no one knew what it was. We, everyone saw the flag on the field and it was like, Oh, it was probably holding. Cause we all saw Aziz slip around his uh, tackle and make a nice like uh sack or incompletion. And then after the flag, the ref just goes. And after the fumble, the giants picked up the ball, New York heading this way. And the crowd, like you heard like a gasp. Everyone was like, what? And then everyone started cheering. So Great play by them and heads up play by Cave on the jump on that football. So I just love it, Tom. I mean, it feels great to win and it, it's a lot of fun to watch them win in person. It's so much better than watching on the TV. Um, I wish I can go to all the away games too. That'd be fun. I want to, I do want to catch an away game this year. I don't know what, where, but so far it's, it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been a lot of fun. And Saquon Barkley is, it's just my favorite player. I've always said this on this podcast. It's a lot of fun to see him succeeding again because He's just awesome. Total scrimmage yards, he leads the NFL. Total rushing yards, he's the NFL leader. It's 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 a good feeling. It's really cool. Yeah, we uh, we have a, a little bit of a tricky situation to figure out with the whole quarterback ordeal because Danny's banged up with the foot, which takes away pretty much everything everything that makes him a relatively decent quarterback. Ty, Tyrod Taylor's got a concussion that ain't good, and then. 
we'll we'll get into that more when we preview the London game, just because it'll be a couple of days. Uh, a couple of days will have passed, and we'll we'll know more. But as of now, we don't have a starting quarterback on Sunday. But yes. who cares? They won. It's a it's a it's a third victory Monday in four weeks. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. We didn't even. I don't remember last year when they got their third victory. Because what they finished four and thirteen last year. Right I think now. so. Yeah. Take a look. But also back to like the injury report. They said Daniel Jones was day to day, so that's not bad. I mean, but it's a, it's an ankle sprain. I don't know if it's high or low or whatever it is, middle, medium. Who knows? It's an ankle sprain for a mobile quarterback, and that's just not ideal. So we'll see what happens. If they sit him out a week, what are you going to do about it? It's going to be a tough game no matter what. It's a game they can win. Any team can win in the NFL any given weekend. So, um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, Tom, when you get that information, let it, let it loose. Giants got their third win November 7th against the Raiders. That was a good game, too. He's able to pick six. But November 7th, it was? Yeah, because they, they were 0-3, and then they beat the Saints in overtime, and then they lost the next two, and then they beat the Panthers 25-3, to and then they lost <coughs> – excuse me, they lost to the Chiefs, and then they beat the Raiders 23-16. So they're a full week – a full month ahead of schedule with their wins. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They're cool. – yeah. Awesome. They they won four games last year. They've already won three. So awesome. Um, Love that. The win total of the the Vegas win total of I think it opened at eight and it closed like it opened at eight when when like training camp started and now it's at and then I think it closed at seven. That's all of a sudden looking looking pretty pretty shabby. Pretty pretty nice. Pretty pretty nifty. So, but yeah, Tom. I think I'm good if you're good. I think we covered everything. And just, yeah, just to point out to fans out there that listen to this podcast who might not be fans of Giants, your team can still win if your receivers don't have more than two catches. So just saying, David Sills, one catch. Kenny Galladay, one catch. Richie James, one catch. And this is 262 rushing yards. This can isn't win college. Game. This isn't college. You don't, get, you don't get style points for winning certain ways. In the NFL, it only matters if you win. And and a win is a win, like you've been saying for the past three years of this podcast. Yep, it's all about the W. And are the Giants the worst 3-1 team in the history of football? Probably, but do I care? No. Not at all. Not at all. But listen, they might turn into one of the better 3-1 teams. Or let's say they win this weekend somehow. They pull off a miracle in London. Then people are going to start being like, oh, look at the Giants, this and that. Well, listen, if you're going to – Hop on the bandwagon. You should have started when the season started. So, but but this is fun. This is good. Three and one heading to London, 930 Eastern time, Sunday morning. I'll be up. Wolf. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fly to London tonight. No, I'm kidding. I wish, but yeah, Sunday morning against the Packers. We'll have a game preview for you guys. We didn't have one for the bears game. We were busy. You know, we're working adults now, so we don't always have the same schedule like we did in college, but anyways, yeah. we'll see you on the game preview guys. Enjoy your victory week again. I mean, this is this is kind of cool. This is getting cool. This is getting really cool. So that's all I got. Later.